Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Darren. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Cut. Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Darren and Ryan from The Defectives. What's up guys? Welcome back in. Episode 8. And uh, we were just uh, kind of continuing along. Just, it's been very interesting. We were just sitting here talking about some things uh, that we're each experiencing. And um, you know, I, when we first started talking about doing this, we had uh, talked about showing the journey and then getting to a, a place where current uh, would become the conversation of the week, right? And um, by being current about where what we got going on in our lives and, and attaching that perhaps to some past um, will be where some of the storytelling will come. And, uh, you know, we were just sitting here talking about some fear, um, which I'm sure everybody listening can, uh, can get down with. Um, and what I got going on uh, in my life right now with fear is the, it's getting exposed and, and, and shined and, and some lights being shined on it um, from way back, you know. Um, and though painful, uh, curious is the word, right? I just, that's, that's my thing. That was my boy Jack put that word in my head a couple years ago, curious. And um, this journey into you know, a place where a lot of us won't shine the light in. Um, I mean, there's a lot of y'all out there that don't have to. You know, it's life or death for me. So um, I just had to get to a point where I was going to be willing to, <laughs> to shine the light in there, you know. And fear will get you there. So, true. Um, but, yeah, it's cool that today we can be curious about fear and not paralyzed by it because that's what it used to do to me. It still can, yeah, um, but not nearly as bad as it used to. Like I remember being scared to death the second I woke up, just of life. I didn't really know it was fear, though. Yeah, and I would play it off as just general anxiety, or that's what I thought it was, right? Like yeah. I never was forced to look that deep into fear. Well, it's because you know we're not. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say that I'm scared. Yeah, you yeah. know, in this society, as a 30, you know, mid, you know, mid twenties, 30 year old guy. Yeah. Like I'm scared. Yeah. No, <laughs> not flying. I got this. Yeah. I'm not scared of anything. Yeah. I would admit that I was like scared of spiders and ghosts. There you go. Ghouls or like, uh, you know, evil spirits in scary movies. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I couldn't fight them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was about it. And then it wasn't until I was forced to take a deeper look in the, into these fears that I was like, Oh shit. I'm scared of everything. dude. I'm scared of everything. Uh, absolutely. Small child. Yeah. Hidden uh, inside this, uh, 
inside this grown ass man's body. <laughs> six three. I'm not scared of anything. Except people six four and above and older and younger and smarter. <laughs> and all of my teachers and anybody in a position of power. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. when I'm in a position of power and yeah, I'm scared mm. of everything. Yeah, I mean I was I was good with the heights and the and the and the flying. You know, uh, those seem reasonable for anyone. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't, I remember the first time I was, uh, really shining a light on this and, uh, you know, I'm looking at the, the, the double-sided coin, right? I'm, I'm afraid of success. Yep. I'm a, I'm afraid of failure. You know, I'm afraid of being alone. I'm afraid of being in a committed relationship, right? I cannot figure out, um, either side, mm -hmm. right? I don't, I don't know how to do either one. Well, that's not, that's not true. Um, I know how to fail, um, but I don't admit it as my failure. I admit that there were some things that life did that caused the failure. Sure. Um, so in truth, I don't see it as me failing, um, unless that's useful for me to really feel like shit about myself, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> then it is absolutely my failure. Yeah. If I can fail and get some, uh, comfort or compassion out of you. Then, okay. I, then I failed. Yeah. But if I failed and, um, you know, I don't see any benefit for me, yeah. then it's everybody else's fault. Oh, absolutely. Right. It's yeah. the coach's fault at Rutgers. Yeah. Cause I failed out. It's, you know, every situation at work or in any relationship in my life. Yeah. Can't, you know, it's not me. Yeah. Unless I can get something from you. Yeah. I, um, we talked, uh, I mentioned that word minimized, I think last week. Um, and you know, it was funny. I was, I was sharing today and, uh, and then, and a different word popped in and that was maximize, right? Um, I will minimize that fear and whatever caused it until like you just said, it becomes useful and then I maximize it and I blow it up into this enormous thing that generate sympathy and empathy and, and understanding of someone else, most, mostly girls um, and bosses, um, you know, because those are where I'm causing the harm consistently, like on a daily, right. you know, um, because I'm afraid to own any of the mistakes. Um, so I'm going to lay out and maximize those issues that I come with. Um, but then soon as I'm actually maybe steered towards looking at it, not just blowing it up so that it looks all pretty and damaging, but I am turned towards looking into it. I will minimize it very quickly. Again, it wasn't that big of a deal. And let's mm -hmm. just go ahead and move on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, minimize for sure. Um, that That's how I buried everything. Mm-hmm was to look at it, be like, all right, it wasn't that big of a deal. It could have been, you know, some serious shit that happened. Yeah. You know, seizure. Mm. Not that big of a deal. Yeah. Phase. You know, DUI. Oh, it wasn't my fault. You know, my dad called the cops on me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, but minimizing it uh, insulated me from... Well, I thought it insulated, or maybe it did insulate me from feeling 
the full brunt of it. You know, the full brunt of these fears that are cropping up that like I'm a failure, you know, um, I'm not good enough. Um, That shit was really going off the rails and I was not in control and I was out of control and like, I couldn't stop drinking shit like that. You know, minimize it, minimize it, minimize it. I'm okay. I'm okay. It's not that big of a deal. This is not that big of a deal. In three days, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. (laughs) Just get through to the other side. It's going to be a tough three days. And we'll just get through to the other side. Yeah. 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 I'm not, I'm not walking through anything. Right. I'm just getting around it. Sidestep. Yeah. Sliding it over, putting it back in that nice cute box that I've been hiding it in for decades. Deny, deny, deny. Yeah. Yeah. And evade. Um, Yeah. I mean, the, the, this idea of being less than, you know, um, trying to reach, a bar you know we've talked about this before just me and you sitting around trying to reach this bar of expectation that has been set by who uh that depends on who you are right um and never being capable of reaching it right because it's set at at such an extreme level it's set at basically perfectionism right Right, uh, which is obviously uh, impossible, especially for a flawed human like myself. Um, but I don't understand that. I think that the persons that's, that are setting that bar have set it at a reasonable height, and I'm just less than, and I'm incapable um, and, and unequipped to be able to get to it. Um, and then my actions on top of that, I mean, by the time I get to y'all here today, <laughs> I mean, it is, um, well, it's, it's better today, right? Yeah. Three years ago, four years ago, five years ago, um, that, that pain of feeling less than hadn't even been exposed. I didn't even understand those words. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, I didn't even know, or I didn't have the tools to look at that and be like, all right, I'm, this is a fear of being less than. Yeah, I had no idea, so it was just a lot of confusion going on. Um, and I would try to throw words at it, you know, because I was just baffled. Yeah. Fear certainly wasn't one of them, and, and certainly not fear of being less than. I would, like, double down on being better than you. Hmm you know, to compensate for the underlying feeling of being less than everybody. Yeah. But I didn't know that until I was forced to take a look at it and take a look at myself and what these fears really were. And then I saw it, dude, it, it, I mean, I know you you can agree is this infected every part of my life. (laughs) And I was driven by a handful of fears that ran deep yeah. And, and, you know, still remain deep, right? Like yeah. the, I, I clipped a lot of branches off this, you know, massive tree fear. That <laughs> I, you know, that's the image I have in my brain. It's yeah, just like yeah. a rotting tree, yeah. like a poisoning, you know, my, my blood and, and my soul. Yeah. And I've gotten a lot of it out through the tools that have been given to me and I feel much better and I can at least be aware of them. Um, and I have, you know, I'm able to turn to God and, Mm -hmm. and, or, or, um, you know, you guys like, and, and actually communicate how I'm feeling. 
for what I'm going through. That dude, that was such a big thing that I couldn't yeah. do. I, I couldn't speak. I couldn't get. Yeah. There was a, a disconnect between my head and my mouth. Yeah. Because I didn't know what I was going through. Um. But once I started to see it, dude, and seeing it, like, it, I mean, it runs everywhere. It runs into every relationship I have. Um, and it, and that's, you know, it's driving my actions behind them. Yeah. And all of a sudden I find myself, you know, I'm looking at myself running headfirst into everybody in my life. And I finally see clear that like, oh, they're not doing to me. I'm bringing most of this on me due to my fear. Yeah. That is so deep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, um. I was talking to a, a young man today about the connection of uh, fear and truth, honesty, you know, um, and in fear, um, I basically have two responses to fear. One is to lie um, and one is to get angry, right? Um, one was, I believe, instilled in me and one was a survival. Um, because some of the actions I was taking early on as a kid um, weren't good, you know. I mean, I'm doing drugs at a very early age, you know, and you walk in the house, are you high? No. Uh, I'm cheating on girlfriends. Uh, are you talking to that girl? Were you with that girl? She called me and said you were with her. Oh, she's, man, you can't believe that crap. She's, she just wants me to be with her, right? Um, so I'm trying to protect stuff, trying to protect me because I don't, um, I don't know what else to do. I don't know else how, how, how to handle this. I don't, you said it earlier. I don't recognize it as fear. Uh, I recognize it as a part of life that I have no idea how to handle. Mm. Um, so I come up with what looks to be like survival tools, right? Um, now I hear, of course, oh, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't lie. You know, I've got, I go to church. I get it. It's probably one of the commandments, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Probably. Uh, <laughs> I think it is. It might be the first one. I'm going to try to minimize that one. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, I, uh, but I, I don't have that kind of relationship with it, right? It, it, to me, it, it's saving me. Yeah. It's keeping me from getting in trouble. And that trouble looks like a couple different things. That trouble looks like some stuff that goes on in the household. Or that trouble looks like this girl's going to break up with me and leave me if I come true on this. Right? And, and um, I can't, I, I don't, I don't want to deal with either one of those. Right? I don't want you to leave me um, because you are, I don't recognize this, but I can see it today. You are satisfying a need within me. And it's not like sex. Like it's not even that's that's this was like a core mm. satisfying um aspect where you were you were keeping me from seeing truth about myself, and that was fear. I don't want to look at it right i I have you <laughs> I have you, and um I'm okay then, yeah. and, and the rest of the world will see me as such because I have you, yeah. And I'm, I'm sitting alone, man, like this, this feeling of death. I mean, that's the only way to describe it. It's just like a hole in my chest, right? The void, you know, put whatever word you want on it, yeah. um, is alarming and my head is loud. But if I got somebody around me who loved me, despite everything, 
um, I would feel better. Yeah. So I would go to any length to keep whoever it was around me. I'm, I'm taking hostages. Yeah. Like, you're not leaving. So <laughs> I'm scared to death that you're going to leave. Yeah. Whoever it is. If it's the girl, if it's family, friends. So you're going to hear whatever you need to hear. Yeah. So I'm lying right off the bat. I mean, that's a given. Yeah. <laughs> and if I need to manipulate you, I'm going to do that too. Yeah. I'm going to do whatever I got to do to keep you close. Just close enough though. Because yeah. I really don't, I'm st- I'm scared you're going to see what's on the inside. Mm-hmm. So I want you right in this little buffer. Arms length away, just so I can grab you or push you. But that's it. Yeah. I want all of you and you can get some of me. Um, but what you were saying before made me think like you had said um, either about running or basically digging in right and yeah. it felt like I was in a state of fight or flight mm-hmm. for 20 years yeah just high constant panic and um, I I didn't know it was just I was scared of everything so every decision I'm making is out of a fight or flight response and it's extreme. My, my actions are extreme. My decisions are extreme, but like you said, it's, I see it as keeping me alive. It's yeah. survival mode. Yeah. Remember when, uh, my buddy talked about that idea of there's two places that we live and, uh, when we're in our addiction, um, it's always going to be survivor. Right. And as we start to come out of that addiction and start to heal, we start to get introduced to the area of love. Um, I remember when he said that, because I remember you went up to him and you were asking him about, oh my God. Oh, <laughs> you were oh, like, you, how do I get to the love part? Yeah. How do I just get to the love part? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm afraid of the journey. All right. Like that's how fearful I am. I'm afraid of the journey. I'm fear of pain. I'm I'm afraid of pain, dude. Yeah. And and apparently the only way I can learn is through pain. Yeah. And making mistakes. I mean like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> Fucking Mercedes just sent me this thing on Instagram. There's yeah. this dude walking up the steps, but there's a trampoline below it. So you mm. walk up two steps, fall off the trampoline, pop back on, go up four pop back on, you know, fall off, pop back on, yeah. go up to fall off. I was just like, oh, I, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Uh, yeah. So yeah, when he said that, you know, it's like the two great teachers, great love and great pain yeah, or great suffering or whatever, great sorrow. Yeah. Whatever. All of those. All of those. All of those. Yeah. There's so many more words for yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how do you get to love, dude? Cause I'm so tired of pain. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's um, earlier I talked about curious, right? And now I can, um, I'm starting to shine light in there and it's it's not as ugly as I thought. Um, this relationship with, uh, with this God, um, right? Because I mean, we can hear all the little slogans about what fear is. Um, the sim- simplest one for me is, is just self-reliance. I have gone through this life in that survivor mode, wrapped in self-reliance. I've failed miserably. Mm. Um, at multiple things that look like life. Um, we've talked about it where I compare it to the yips in golf, right? I get, I get ready to do this thing in life, and about mid-swing, I get a bad swing thought, um, 
and I duff the experience of life. Yeah. Um, and that is, and that's just, and it, <laughs> and that gives me the perfect picture of what my life looked like until I get here and y'all start talking about this God reliance stuff. And it's like, yeah, with God reliance, you won't have to worry about these fears and self-reliance. And I'm like, yeah, that doesn't sound even feasible. No. You don't know how many fears I have. <laughs> Hocus pocus. How are you going to take, dude, the fears were the realest shit ever. Yeah. Like, how are you going to take the realest shit from me? Mm-hmm. All right. Like, I think God's just going to be like, all right, I don't even know what this thing is. But you're telling me he's going to take away my biggest problem. Yeah. And the fears, and I can rely. It made no sense. No. Until it did. Until the experiences started stacking up. Yeah. You walk through a couple things, and you hear the idea that um, we don't become without fear. We just gain courage, right, to be able to walk through it. And, And each time I get an experience to walk through something that was immensely fearful for me, um, I can put that into the case file of God reliance. Right now, all of a sudden, I'm starting to get like a pretty healthy looking stack of uh, case files for yeah. this thing working. Right? Um, fears of being open and honest to women. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm the guy that weaponizes the word love. Mm-hmm. Right? I will. I would literally use that word when I, especially when I was younger, immediately almost, right? With the idea that I would grow into it um, because I don't really know what the word meant, right? right? Um, And I'm afraid that if, um, if I don't give you what I think women need, um, you're going to leave. And I think that for some reason, I'm under the impression that uh, me saying I love you, well, quickly, um, is what they're looking for, right? Um, now, of course, some of the women that I was with, they were. Um, they were damaged. And perhaps that's why um, that worked, right? Um, but I was just so baffled with life that I just would look around, see what other people seemed to be doing. They didn't seem to have the struggles I was having. And I might try to do what they did. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it, truth, was probably based off of like television. I was, that's all I was sitting over here thinking about was I learned how to live life through movies. Like, that's it. I would see, I would see the, the like the main character in a movie yeah. and they say, I love you yeah. immediately and then yeah. they get married two days later. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's a healthy relationship. Yes. Um, you know, and based on that movie I was watching that week yeah. or that day. Yeah. yeah, dude, I had no idea. Yeah. I, I had no idea. I had no idea. Oh my god! <laughs> the uh, the tw- the twelve year old, the ten year old, the eight year old child, whatever it was, at that any given moment, hmm. um, just so baffled by life, and I'm so afraid to ask for help because I don't see anybody else asking for help. Right? I can't do that. Yeah. If I ask for help, that means I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole point of Oh man, like you grow up, right? You're a kid. You get away with shit because you don't know what you're doing. It's accepted, right? Yeah. You get to high school, you make some dumb mistakes. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Go to college, make some big mistakes. I didn't know what I was doing. 
Then you're like 25, and apparently you're a man now. <laughs> you should have it all figured out. Yeah, I don't, you know, they didn't. I, I must have missed that card they were handing out. You know, the man card. Like you're a man now. You know, 25, 26, 27, 28. Because I still feel like a kid. I don't know when I'm supposed to become a man, um, but I know that from the movies and from the generation before me, men don't ask for help. Yeah. That's a sign of weakness. Oh yeah, and weakness isn't isn't a good thing. No, being vulnerable <laughs> isn't a good thing. No, so all that shit gets buried. Yeah, I don't have to. I never learned to deal with it because yeah. I never dealt with it. Right, right. You know? <laughs> it wasn't even an option. Yeah, it's just like, all right, we're not. <laughs> I'm not scared. We're fine, yeah. and I'm just laying in the fetal position. In a closet somewhere under an anxiety blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Wish they would have had those when I was growing up. They don't work. No. No, you just sweat <laughs> underneath <laughs> dying of anxiety. Now I'm embarrassed by how much I'm sweating. Stinks. <laughs> yeah. Stinks. Sweat out booze. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and all these things, it, it's funny because when I do look back on it now, I can see that all these things were just being driven by the one, right? All these other fears was just being driven by, I'm not enough, I'm unworthy. Mm. Um, and they just reinstill each other. It's like this infinity circle of fear, like one promotes one that causes the other that drives this one. And it's just, and I don't see any of it because I'm attaching it to what it looks like on the outside. I'm attaching it to situations. I'm attaching it to external things, right? Um, and I don't recognize how they're, how they're all the same, the same reaction that I'm having the same um result yep right just destroy whether it be the job right because i can ask and i still struggle with this one today too right where if i don't uh know how to do something like i will try to somehow get the answer without directly asking because i mean i've now been there for three and a half years i should have all the answers and i can't possibly have my boss think that i am not like well the best right yeah. um, like i can't right so now i've gotten a little bit better than that i was telling you about it the other day where i actually had made a mistake that i don't know six months ago would have had me in sheer outright panic mode yeah um and uh it was kind of a cool experience you know i just walked through it right and i just ended up solving the problem um by owning it right to my boss and letting him know that i was going to continue to try to fix it and then i was able to fix it because i was in a clear head because I wasn't chasing the thousand monkeys around in my skull that were telling me, look at you, you dumbass. You're like, we told you you couldn't handle the simplest of things. Yeah. And if you change the words around of that, right, you're scared of your boss from not being good enough to, uh, you know, and not asking. I mean, I told the story of what I didn't know what my brothers did. Oh, yeah. For yeah. work, right? Yeah. And I can't ask them because. I get exposed. Mm -hmm. So I'm asking, I'm looking for context clues. I mean, take that 
literally anywhere in life. Yeah, changing yeah. a tire. I don't, you know, if I didn't know how to do that, I'm not asking. Uh, <laughs> something at work, um, you know, anywhere. Sitting down having a conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this guy's talking about, but I'm nodding my head and agreeing. Yes, 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 yes. I need you to like me. Yeah. I'm scared. I'm not good enough. I'm underneath everything is that fear of not being good enough, you know, not living up to this bar that I set. Mm. Um, but like you said, the way the way through that for me is, well, for most of them has been honesty. Yeah. And it's so freeing. It's like, dude, saying I don't know mm. is like, cool shit yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah i'm like yeah i i don't know yeah i'm like oh let me explain it to you people are so nice <laughs> <laughs> like oh i didn't get my head chopped off here yeah that's what i thought because i got this fantasy in my head that if i don't know something or if i'm you know i i can't answer you correctly or i don't know what to say i'm getting sent to the electric chair right i'm gonna <laughs> die <laughs> <laughs> yeah the uh this, uh, you know, it's, it's funny about this asking for help um, and uh, the humility mm. that's gained, right? You get a lot less me involved in that, in that statement of, hey, listen, I don't know. You know, I used to joke around, um, kind of. Like, I don't, I'm not, it's not really a joke, but it makes me laugh. Um, there would be people that would ask me questions throughout my life, um, especially as the disease got worse and the fear got greater, right? Um, as we've been saying, this, this exposure, um, they would ask me questions and I would come up with an answer that seems so possible. <laughs> um, and I would use it and I would say it with a conviction and a confidence that um, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people kind of running around this area who uh, have some false information <laughs> Um, <laughs> and, I, and I'm really hoping that as Google became more of a mainstay in our world, that they, that they fact-checked me because if you didn't and you're listening, please take all that shit I said about 10 years ago with a grain of salt. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, that's great. I mean, it's uh, asking, right? There's asking for help. Um, the next step to that was uh, accepting it. Yeah. You know, because uh, it starts to be, get a little easier to ask for it. Um, and then you pr- portray it to me and you and you lay it out there and you say, well, okay, well, here's what I have to help you. And I look at it and it doesn't sit in my mind's eye the way I had pictured what your help would look like. Oh, you <laughs> just brought me back, dude. You brought me back to, um, I kept getting the same answer. When I got out last rehab, and I had some real shit coming up. Yeah. You know, I had I had the DUI court case. I had the felony court case. My lease was up in like three or four months. So, mm-hmm. I, like the home, right? The relationship was done. <laughs> I, there was a lot of unknowns. Yeah. And I, and I was like, all right, these guys seem to have it figured out. I'm scared to death. Of all these things. I'm I'm afraid. I'm scared I'm going to prison. I'm scared I'm going to lose my license. I'm going to lose my job. I'm not going to be able to get to work. I'm not going to be able to pay my bills. 
and I'm going to be worse off in sobriety than I was when I was hammered. Um, and I'm afraid of all the repercussions. I'm afraid of everything. And I kept getting pray, meditate and help someone <laughs> pray, meditate and help someone. You're not listening to me, dude. Give me, I was like, give me something real. <laughs> give me something real. Give me uh, like, I have the lawyers. I got everything yeah. that's in my power yeah. done, but I'm freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. Just pray, meditate and help someone. Yeah. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> There's no way that works, dude. Oh my God. Right. So then that was it. I was, you know, when you run out of human power, when you run out of human answers, you know, I'm looking everywhere for, for someone to give me an answer and I can't get the answer I'm finding. Well, it put backs me into a corner and I have one place left to turn. That's this God thing that you guys are talking about that I want nothing to do with. Yeah. But let's see. Right. Mm. So I start praying my ass off. <laughs> and I start trying to meditate. Yeah. And then I start helping other people. I start noticing things, right? Like throughout my day, if you look at a bar graph, my fear would have been at like an eight all day. Yeah. And I started having some days where it was an eight in the morning but it was like a two around mm. lunch. Yeah, yeah. And then like I would go help someone and it would be a zero. Yeah. And then I would go home and be at like a six. And the more those got stretched out, it was like a low level four, like yeah. all day. Yeah. And then I'd be helping somebody it'd be like a zero. And I'm not thinking about me at that point. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, these fears are subsiding. Yeah. They're being taken. And um, all of a sudden, I got I had court in like a month and a half. And everybody, you know, it was coming up and the, and the closer it gets, more people ask. Right? Yeah, yeah. How you doing? And I'm like, yo, I'm actually good. Yeah. Like, I'm, I don't have any fear about this. I've accepted whatever it is. Like, if it's an outcome where I go to prison, do some time. Or if I get a slap on the wrist or anywhere in between that I can't see, yeah. whatever it is, I'm good. I know I'm going to be okay because now I got faith. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. So faith is killing these fears. Mm. So I, you know, I get up in front of the judge and I'm sitting there and my hands are steady. Yeah. I'm not scared. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is what they were talking about. This shit actually works. Hmm. And my fears start really subsiding, right? Because they used to own me. Own me. Yeah. And now they're they're there. Yeah. I say hi to them. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I remember I was uh, kind of watching you from a distance on those things. Not like distance, like we weren't talking or anything mm -hmm. but i wasn't bringing him up because um that needed to be the experience not reliance on others mm. um, except when seeking it but reliance upon that god right so that you could have that as your own oh right and you got to have that as your own and um 
and I think it's amazing how it uh, catapulted you into an area of this spiritual growth because that's a all of those are heavy hitters that list you put out there I mean if you if you break it down to the simplest of forms you're looking at um, right the the job the house the relationship those are the three heavy hitters and then throw in uh, a possible visit to jail prison whatever those felonies could or could not turn into mm -hmm. right um, and to have that trust and rely right um, trust and rely and rely and rely yeah um, and it was kind of cool right because I'm I'm of course I have my concerns right I've been oh, doing yeah. this dance for a little bit and I'm like and uh, I'm thinking man to myself I'm like if he uh, if he actually takes this you know I remember hearing somebody talk about this leap of faith, right? And then I heard somebody else say, it's not a leap though, because even though I don't see it, God's hands are right there, mm. right? Like there, you always see that picture where it's like they're walking off the cliff and that's considered the leap of faith. And what this guy talked about was this idea that God's hands are right there. So it's never an actual leap. It's just a step, mm -hmm. right? And the hands are there. I just don't see them until I do. And the only way I do is, is, is by doing that step multiple times and when you do the heavy hitters oh dude man the step on the smaller stuff becomes really not so not so big right yeah and that's that's what it felt like you know it was, um, it was just a constant series of steps like didn't matter what was going on just keep walking just keep walking through this thing yeah um and putting this faith this is when it became real to me. Yeah. You know, like I had had that big pop. Yeah. So I knew there was this God. Yeah. I knew there was like, I, I went, I didn't, I went from not believing, not believing to knowing yeah. in, in a split second. I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> well, that was it. Awesome. Yeah. Right? But I had no idea how it worked in my life. Yeah. And then going through those experiences with those, those are some fucking real fears, dude. I was fucked up. Yeah. I was scared to death. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but the journey wasn't that, right? The, no, the journey was it. The outcome wasn't, wasn't the reward. Yeah. Um, the outcome of the felonies all getting dropped. Nothing. Like dropped down to nothing. Yeah. I don't know, summary offense. Um, and then the DUI get three months of a breathalyzer. Yeah. That's not the journey, like the journey through it with minimal fear mm. and full acceptance of whatever it was that was good. Yeah. Knowing that wherever I was going to go, I was going to be in a, put in a position to help someone, yeah. which is not my purpose. Yeah. I'm good and I'm taken care of and I'm trusting and relying on this thing. And then it became real. And then my fear started melting away. Yeah. Like all the extra little bullshit, mm -hmm. all the, the little yeah. that I can't even recall right now because yeah, yeah. they don't mean anything. Yeah. You know, the uh, undeniability of these experiences, the undeniableness yeah. that there is something, right? You can go all the way back um, and look at things now uh, and see it. Um, but the crazy thing is, is, is that this, um, this head of mine that's still wrapped in, uh, some core ideas and beliefs will bring, can, can get me, oh, you know? sure. um, 
can catch me. Uh, it's 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 more in the personal relationships, um, not just like with uh, uh, females, but it's more on the on the friendship side, right? Because I didn't really know how to be friends with anybody. Um, I just thought that um, I give you things, you give me things, and we uh, call each other best friends <laughs> or whatever it is, right? Um, and that, um, you know, that's not the case. So I'm still, that's the beauty of today is, is, is watching um, these fears get brought to a surface, looked at, and allowed to move along with, an, with the understanding that um, this is just part of learning how to be an adult, mm -hmm. right? For an individual who is way behind. <laughs> we are. Right. Um, so I seem to be catching up a little quicker uh, in the last year or so, but yeah. uh, still way behind um, with how handling of like what it means to be a real friend to somebody, allowing them to be human, right? And not taking it personal. And what that personal means to me is, is I'm afraid you don't like me anymore, mm -hmm. right? That you did that and you did it to me because you don't like me. Um, you know, in this, uh, earlier when I brought it up, this idea of asking for help, right? And what is that fear? What that, why do I have this fear, right? I have this fear um, because if I don't hold on to some semblance of power or control, it's perceived power and control. But if, if I ask for help, then I gotta give that up, which leaves me very vulnerable and what that, ex there it is, right, that exposes in me um, is, is perhaps I'm stupid. I'm just a dumb little kid. Um, or even worse, right? This was the big one, and we were just talking about this. Um, and that is, is I'm just a drunk, right? I'm just a normal, middle-of-the-road drunk. Mm -hmm. And that's not enough for me. I need so much more to get to level playing field. I need to be, I mean, if we're going to be the drunk, I need to be the fucking best, greatest, craziest one ever because I need to be something in this world yep. because I feel like I am literally nothing. And so I need a lot to get me back to well, zero. It's like when drinking stopped doing what drinking did. Drugs stopped doing what drugs did, and it was just to get me back to zero, just to flatline, right? Um, and if I ask for help, that really takes that away from me. It takes that perception of power, that perception of being something, right? Because that's all I got. I mean, it, it is literally just a perception. If you look at me from the outside and spend any time with me uh, during this, <laughs> it's very clear to you that I, uh, I don't do this well. I do not live well, you know? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. There is so much there. Um, so much there. <clears throat> but this need to be something other than, well, I asked you the one time. I was like, how bad am I? Yeah. How bad am I? <laughs> How bad of a drunk am I? <laughs> and you're like, 
Yeah, you're just garden variety. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that cut deep. Yeah. So I'm just a normal drunk. Yeah. Oh man, which is like normal problems. And I'm just normal. I'm just okay. Which is hilarious because like all I want to be is okay. Right. <laughs> but you tell me I'm okay. Yeah. And I hate it. Yeah. Because I want to be extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Because I got this ego that just won't quit. And it, and these fears are under everything. The fear of not being good enough is like the main is the main one, right? It's like being alone, <clears throat> which means I'm not good enough for anybody. Yeah. Um, fear of dying. No. Nope. They lead to each other, right? They lead to each other. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, everything just goes to each other. But it's like the same core three, and 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 this ego takes it, and just runs with it. Just runs with it, man, to like insanity, and finding that, you know, I get these moments where I'm just okay, and I'm cool with being okay, and I'm content with being okay, and I'm like, oh, just let me stay here, please, please, just <laughs> let me stay here, just let me stay here, because this is like everything I've been looking for. But it doesn't last long because his brain starts chirping at me. Yeah. And I start looking over there. Mm. And I start looking over there. And I start picking, 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 picking things. Uh, mm. Picking this perfect picture apart. And then before I know it, I'm back back to square one. I yeah. got to do this whole thing over again. Yeah. And I'm, I'm scared of being alone again. And, yeah. Oh, just it leads down to, you know, some ugly ugly behavior and actions and it's mostly against people yeah yeah which sucks dude like it, it sucks because it's not what i want to do at all but i just don't know how to do it on my own under my own power i need to be above you mm. um and i'll do whatever it takes to get there yeah yeah I remember um, listening to a guy share about the idea of uh, on a bad spiritual hair day, I need to level the playing field, right? Um, Now, when he said it, I knew that that didn't happen very often for him. But when he said it to me, I thought, yeah, I I live in that (laughs) spiritual hair day. Like, I need a haircut really bad. Yeah. Right, because like my shit is jacked up all the time. Now, of course, as we continue, we continue to work on building this case of this God reliance scenario. Um, I start to recognize that. Um, okay, I got some. I got some good spiritual hair days, you know. Um, but it is. It's one of those instincts, God given, right? Um, which means it's always going to be there in some form or fashion. Um, preferably more in under God's uh, control in God's hands than mine, but um, I'm always going to grab it at some point, and I'm going to think that my ideas about how this should look or how this should lay out are are good. I think they're useful, mm-hmm. um, and I'd go and I'd make some decisions based on me, some decisions based on self. And I'm immediately thrown into fear because now I'm out here without power, right? I think I have power, 
at this moment because I feel like I've made a decision here to venture out on my own, right? I'm like the small child and my dad turns his looks the other way, you know, to say hi to the neighbor. And I'm like, out the door. and I'm out, you know, and I'm gone, huh. right? And I get out there and I'm like, uh-oh. Huh. You know, it's like when I used to hide in the, um, in the clothing racks, right? In the, in the, in the, um, like in the hex for all you new kids. I don't know. Hex was is. like a Macy's. Probably don't even know what that is. These, these were stores I'm... that had clothes in them <laughs> like <laughs> that Amazon? you would go to <laughs> and you would go and I would hide in the middle of them. Yeah. Right. And people would come along and they'd be popping through the racks and I would sure. be right there and scare them. Yeah. Well, the problem is, is sometimes you pick the wrong rack. And no one ever came. And now all of a sudden, I'm in there and I'm afraid, right? <laughs> because I've ventured out onto my own. And I start to recognize when I get out there that that power I perceive to have when I made this decision um, has left me. Yeah. And I'm back to having zero power. Um, and I'm in trouble because um, now the ego is going to be like, hey, we're out here. We're finishing. This. Let's fix this. Let's fix this the best way we know how. Just fuck shit up. Just uh, burn it up. You, uh, when you were talking about running out the front door, I actually used to do that during diaper changes. <laughs> I ever tell you my nickname was Nature Boy? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm not off. sure you should have, but cool. I took, um, when I was a baby, my yeah. mom would change my diaper. I would just sprint out the front door. Nice. Going down. Down to the neighbor's house. Yeah. Um, yeah. So where? So what has been looking like for me lately? Like recently has been all these areas I thought I was okay in, mm. that I thought was solid ground. These fears are showing up in areas that I'm realizing I'm way off base on, mm. which is very humbling. It sucks because I thought I was facing north. Yeah. But I've been facing south the whole time. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Like I just like that conversation with Christian today. It's just like, oh my God, melted both our brains. Yeah. Some shit came out of his mouth that he had never said before. Yeah. He said that and we were both just like, Oh <laughs> we have some work to do. Yeah. Which is cool because you know, it's uncovering right and this goes back to the curiosity. It's cool. I just said it's cool. Yeah. Like I'm looking at these fears, I'm looking at all this shit and it's cool because I know that I'm, this next layer is going to get uncovered, discovered, discarded. Mm. It's going to get less of me, you know, more of me out of the way. Yeah. There's going to be less of me between me and ev- me and the world, me and everybody. Yeah. And, and that's useful as fuck, right? Oh, the, yeah. the, the more, the more Ryan we get out of here. The better we're all gonna the be. The better we're all gonna <laughs> be. Way less. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's a perfect uh, that, that that thought right there. Less me, more God. Right. I mean, look at this. What does that mean? To like to put that to a layman. Right? Okay. So this is what this is how I see this. Right. Um, as this identity, these identities. Um, We've all seen the onion and we've all watched it get peeled back and back and back. Um, So what I have when I arrive here is a whole lot of identities. And like we were saying earlier, they've become survival um, tools, 
right? Um, whether that identity be the fact that I need a girl in my life because if I don't, then y'all are really going to see how fucked up I am because the girl's a buffer zone between the chaos that I am and what y'all see because mm -hmm. if she's there, then it can't be that bad, right. right? I have that identity. I have the identity of um, being the wild, crazy, funny guy, um, being like just all these little identities. And as I go through this, continually seeking to grow, those identities start to get peeled away, right? And then, and you, and you, and for you, there's a saying, right? That we're um, spiritual beings having a human existence, right? So let's just take a peek at that. And what I picture when I'm thinking less me, more God, is, is as these identities are getting peeled back, it's like I have on layers of armor, right? And the closer, I'm getting to me by peeling off this armor is the closer I'm getting to my spirit, which is what God, right, is within us. So as I've stripped down these identities, I'm getting closer to a spirit, less skin almost, right? Mm -hmm. Like if I can picture it like that. Right. And it's the closer I get to the spirit by stripping these identities down. Um, and I, I need visual, right? I'm chopped up. Yeah. You know, um, um, visual is the way I learn. Yeah. For good sure. pictures, right? Yeah, I need a good picture in my head so I can um, work with that, you know, because I'm going to forget. I'm going to forget the idea of fear and that God's a solution. I'll forget it um, until the pain comes. And I come crawling back like a baby. Yeah. Help. <laughs> um, no, I, I had to picture that, right? Less Ryan. I was like, that's an insulting. First, like, let's get Ryan out of the way. I'm like, I like Ryan. <laughs> you're like, wait, do you? Are How's you your sure? life been going? I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. shit, you're right. It's terrible. <laughs> let's, get, let's get this guy out of here. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, it was like me standing, talking. You know, it's a visual. Me standing, talking to you. And this, this dome, this dome, like, around me that is my ego. Whatever the ego looks like. This this identity of a hard worker, mm -hmm. right? Um, successful, fun, yeah. All all this, name them, yeah. But the more of those I have, the more the thicker this dome gets around me, and you can't get through to me, and mm -hmm. I can't get through to you. And um, it's between us, right? And the first time I, well, the first time I experienced that being dropped that ego that barrier was in rehab yeah when we were all in there for the same reason we all knew while we were there so there was really no there was bullshit yeah there's a lot of bullshit in there but there wasn't the bullshit of um successful <laughs> <laughs> and i felt like an immediate connection to these to these people yeah and i was like oh shit i found my people not knowing that everybody's my people. Mm -hmm. So when I, when I get that dome, that me, you know, this fake act I'm putting on so that you'll get to like me out of the way and all, everything that comes with it, my soul is available to your soul and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And when two souls connect, mm. it's magic. Yeah. But that's the only way. My ego, what ego is a separation from, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The more ego I got, the more of these masks I put on, the more separate I am from everybody around me. Yeah. Those got to go. 
if I'm if I'm to have a meaningful relationship with anybody. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's separation mm. between me and you and me and God, right? Um, and the quickest way for me to get separated from God is to get separated from y'all because that's where it's going to happen most of the time is with y'all mm-hmm. because I'm going to stand in some form of judgment because I'm going to be in that bad spiritual hair day at any given moment and I'm going to need to get y'all down to where I feel like I exist. Um, and that's separation, right? As soon as I judge. Um, you know, I, this, this, is the, this is the simplicity of it for me. Now, I don't... Oh, <laughs> it would be nice to live there, wouldn't it? It would be. <laughs> um, but <laughs> when I'm in a... When I am standing sideways against the current instead of facing it full on, right? Uh, wearing the world like a loose garment, right? Instead of spandex. Yeah. Um, fear is truly just a barometer of what, my, what and where my relationship with God is at that moment, mm-hmm. right? What a great barometer. We talked about a bar earlier and where it was set. This thing is set exactly where I'm fucking at, right? Literally. And it will give me an idea of where I'm at with God. And if I'm in fear, I'm not running with the, I'm not running with the boss. No, I'm trying to hold on to whatever I'm trying to hold on to is causing me fear. I'm yeah. Fear I'm going to lose it. Fear I'm not going to get it. Yeah. Fear of having it. Uh. Right. And so whatever it is, or, or, all of it. <laughs> That's the greatest one. <laughs> yeah, I really want this, but I am a little afraid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Like this. Yeah. My brother texted me today for the Halloween party. Yeah. What kind of soda do you want? And how thoughtful, right? Oh, absolutely. Also, what am I, 12? <laughs> <laughs> right? But take it back to when I thought they were closing me out when uh-huh. I'm going through it, right? So yeah, yeah. don't close me out, but yeah. don't include me either. Yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, man. <laughs> Fuck this thing up on every angle. Every fucking angle. Don't but, you separate me. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm like, not good enough. I'm I'm abnormal. <clears throat> Not one of them. Yeah. So it's my reaction to everything. Mm-hmm. Immediately. But I noticed it. I said, no, seltzer, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Love you. <laughs> the separation. Right? It, it doesn't take much. Um, especially if it's a perceived uh, shot at me. Perceived. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I perceive everything as a shot at me. Yeah. Well, well, well how could not it not anymore, be? But yeah. I mean, wrapped in self. Right? I'm pretty sure you've got to be thinking about me in a negative form because at that moment, I'm probably thinking about me in a negative form. Yeah. Right. Most likely. Yeah. For sure. Uh, now, when I'm when I'm chilling, I'm just floating along. I'm like, oh man, that is awesome. You know what? But I'm going to take some unsweetened iced tea instead. Yeah. Or I'm going to even play along and I'm going to be like, hey, can we do some, uh, can we do some Shirley Temples up in this? Oh, one? dude. He, no, he made it so much better too. He was like, you want Doritos, like the Mexican soda? I love oh, yeah, it. Yeah. He's like, you want Doritos? You want something else? And I'm like, that's I mean, what normal people do right there. They immediately in fear. <laughs> I'm cool. <laughs> I promise. I'm still your older brother. Uh, don't you talk to me that way. Why don't you just get me a sippy cup? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is great. Um, all right. Well, listen, uh, I mean, I think, I think here's the, 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 the key, right? Can we see this with curiosity when fear pops up? Mm. Can we see what's causing? Is there a root there? Or is it the branch um, that we're looking at? Um, ideally, it's to look at the root. 
right? Um, the branch, when we break off that branch, when it's poking me in the eye and I break that branch off, I'm going to get some relief, uh, but it's going to come back. Mm-hmm. So um, are we willing to dig down and, and take a peek at that root, right? See what's underneath there. Yeah. Can yeah. I not, can I, can I see the fear and not act on it? Mm. And not act out on it, on it. Yeah. And hurt people with it. Yeah. And just watch it. Yeah. Um, so I think, uh, I think what a fun little conversation about it. You know, I think it's, it's funny how, um, two men who both have an idea of what men are supposed to look like shaped by a, a, a society that kind of instills that in us, you know, not to ask growing up around, I don't know exactly what your father was like. I knew what my father was like, and there was certainly no asking for help. Um, it was, uh, we will bang our way through this until it fits. Hmm. Right. Um, and, uh, here we are, you know, decades removed from that talking about fear and being afraid and being a little child trapped inside this 49 year old man's body type of deal. Right. You know, uh, yeah, how cool courage uh, is it fearless or is it courage right. it's not the yeah uh, well let's see i think it's courageous i mean i know what it is but i i like the word courageous so courageous isn't the absence of fear but walking through it mm-hmm. with some faith that whatever you got in your life's going to carry you through yeah. yeah i guess we'll leave it with that Thank you guys for coming in. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. from the last 10 second little mic check you know oh oh yeah yeah, yeah. i got you i got you yeah okay. that's seven seconds say something yeah so we're gonna try to correlate this fear you sound extra radio-y today